Hello, you're listening to Track by Track, the Trash Music Podcast, with me, Dan Bull, editor of Trash, which you can find at movetotrash.co.uk, and... Me, Will Warren, music enthusiast and contributor to Trash. And on the turntable this week, we've got A Bathful of Ecstasy by Hot Chip. And this is the first appearance of Hot Chip, and I think when we were talking just now... We just couldn't quite believe we hadn't talked about Hot Chip in 70-odd episodes. Mm, although we have talked about them a lot. In reference to various things, most notably the uh, very aggressive dancing um, at the gig we went to recently. Oh, of course, yes, Alexandra Palace, which the boys were fantastic, weren't they? Absolutely sensational. Uh, the reason why we're talking about Hot Chip today is because... They are number one in our albums of 2019. <laughs> Let's have a quick rundown of our top five. In at number five, we had Late Night Feelings with Mark Ronson. Number four was Friendly Fires in Fluorescent. Number three, Bananarama in Stereo. Hello, ladies. Hello. Number two was Tudor Cinema Club, False Alarm. And then number one... Uh, as we are here on this Christmas Eve is Hot Chip with a bath full of ecstasy. What a way to spend Christmas Eve and with a bath full of ecstasy. Certainly how I used to spend mine as a child. Uh, so it is Christmas Eve. So Dan, Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve. And yeah, a great celebration for this band that we know and love. And we have got uh, a glass of bubbly on the go. So just, uh, just cheers to Hot cheers. Chip. Congratulations, lads. We know they'll be uh, toasting the success themselves tonight as well. Yes, uh, if you're listening, boys, on this Christmas Eve, I hope you have a lovely day tomorrow. Uh, get lots of presents. Father Christmas is good to you and your turkey is moist and juicy. Well, I think at least one might be a vegetarian. But for the uninitiated, who the hell are Hot Chip? They are an English group, dance, synthy, dance, pop group. Uh, who have been uh, around since the year 2000. Uh, so very appropriate as we go into 2020, yeah. that it's going to be 20 years that they would have been around for. Uh, there's quite a large collective of people that make up the group. Alexis Taylor, Joe Goddard, Owen Clark, Al Doyle, Felix Martin, um, some support, Sarah Jones, uh, and early earlier member... Uh, Rob Smorton as well. Um, they've also had various other people dropping in um, on as guest members as well. I have to say, like uh, like yourself, I've seen them live a few times. It does always seem to be a slight tweak to the live setup, but I think that's great because it kind of just brings in something a little bit different each time. Well, they just want the best show possible and the best sounds possible. Yeah. Uh, there's also many. Uh, I'm sure we'll come on to the links and uh, collaborations as well that have happened. With it, and hopefully, Dan, if we're lucky, some really lovely festive further listening. Uh, not their version of Jingle Bells, but uh, <laughs> something for your Christmas party playlists. I'm sure it will. <clears throat> uh, and we'll aim to have that all wrapped up uh, and ready to go before midnight mass. Yes. So I know you've got to get to church. Well, yes, I love it when I stand with uh, with the people in the church in the choir, and hopefully, we'll all be singing "Melody of Love." Uh, and you were telling me earlier about that Christmas you went to Midnight Mass and you'd gone, come straight from the pub uh, and you actually passed out in the font. Yes. Well, when you go up for the um, a drink of Jesus' blood, 
as it is uh, commonly known. Um, I did grab the glass, the goblet, quite vigorously from the lady. She broke her arm. I necked the lot uh, and stumbled. Yeah, woke up on the 27th of December with the church locked up. Oh no! Yeah. You mean you were there in the font all the way through the Christmas Day services? Yes. But um, being the peaceful Christians they are, they just left me there. So it wasn't so much away in a manger, it was more out for the count. Yes. So Hot Chip have had a long and illustrious career, spanning two decades now. Uh, Bath Full of Ecstasy is their seventh studio album they've had. Dan, can you remember all the others that they've had? Well, let me work backwards. Um, the last one was Why Make Sense, which uh, I was going to say, which I was a, which I was a huge fan of, but that, you could say that about all of them, really. Uh, so Why Make Sense before that, I believe, was In Our Heads. Yes, from 2012. Which is actually potentially my favourite and one that we definitely talk about one day. Uh, before that was um, One Life Stand. Yeah. Uh, before that, it gets a bit hazy, actually. Is The Warning before that? Yeah, Made in the Dark before uh, that. Then the warning, then in 2004, uh, coming on strong. Lots to talk about. We've got a lot to get through. Uh, well, no, we haven't actually, because it's only a nine-track album. So, But there's, I'm like sure that. there'll be a few Christmas surprises in there as we'll well. We'll be waffling on, no doubt. And who knows what uh, special celebrity guests are going to come down the chimney to say Merry Christmas to everybody at Track by Track. Lovely. So uh, we'll see what happens. So let's get stuck in. So side one, track one. This is Melody of Love. Track one, Melody of Love. What a beautiful song to start the album off with. And Dan, I know how you feel about this track. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it is one of my favourite Hot Chip songs ever, which, you know, uh, there's, as we said before, there's, what, seven albums, had some massive hits, I've got some great album tracks um, that have remained live favourites, I'm talking specifically about flutes. But just, it's it's a masterpiece and it, it builds lovely. It starts with that lovely whimsical gentle slow start then you've got the uh the additional synths the harmonies the beat and then out of nowhere you've got that preaching coming in later which is a lot of fun isn't it dan you mentioned flutes and i know how much you love it and i do want to give you everything you want this christmas all i want for christmas is flutes Flutes. so let's have a little bit of it for Hot Chip, isn't it? And I just love how much they love it. It's a six or seven minute long album track, but every time I've seen them live, well, not every time, since that song's been released, I've seen that song live three or four times now, uh, which is I'm very thankful for. And I've been lucky enough to see it performed live twice this year. Mm. Oh, just once for me. Uh, but I was I saw Hot Chip at Glastonbury, and you didn't. Uh, yes. Do you know what? It's not the first time when they have clashed with someone that 
for some reason or another, I just I kind of had to see a little bit more. I'm sure the boys wouldn't mind me saying that. Um, but of course, it did pay off because I got to see Pet Shop Boys on the premier stage. Which we've spoken about in previous episodes, that I was gutted that I left the headline uh, slot from... Um, Killers. The Killers, uh, to go to see Hot Chip. And just as I left, Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe appeared on stage. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's all going to be fine because they're going to be there next year. I'm sure. I'm putting my money on it. Uh, that's a track-by-track track guarantee. And an exclusive. So you mark our eyes. It's tra- uh, Pet Shop Boys and Duran Duran will be there next year. Yes, Duran Duran. Uh, they've been announced as playing headlining Isle of Wight. And I read somewhere online that they're going to be at a lot of festivals. Actually, it's going to be their year for British festivals. So, uh, yep, yep, Glass and Breathe are going to be there. Uh, so the Melody of Love, beautiful, wonderful electronic soundscapes there with very tender vocals. Um, I must uh, say this was released as a single on the 29th of May of this year. Oh, two days before my birthday, which is relevant to you, me. Uh, and it was just ahead of the album itself, which was released on the 21st of June 2019. Um, I, but there's something quite, I find there's something quite magical about this song, that how the synths work on this one. And of course you've got, uh, you know, the band is very synth heavy. Uh, Joe Goddard is a master on those machines. Um, and so it does sound very vintage. And it sounds very magical as well, I think, this one. It's worth mentioning right from the start, I guess, a little bit of a sad tale attached to this album. Philippe Tsar... Yeah. Uh, one of the producers of this album, Sandy, died this year. Yes. And this this was the first time that... This is the first album where Hot Chip had worked with external producers. Um, so there was Philippe, of course, uh, of Cassius, and uh, Rodade uh, McDonald. Uh, and I think, as, as we'll see as, as the album goes on, we'll hear some sort of some quite different things and not exactly the norm from Hot Chip uh, so it was fantastic to see what but they definitely did definitely the influence it. of those producers 100% um, so yeah it's a, a real shame that um, that you know that there won't be more of this exact sound from uh, from Hot Chip working with Philippe so track two now uh, speaking of which this is Spell like a spell you are under like a spell you are under like a spell you are under will have you ever been put under a spell no although i did once meet a witch wizardora no grot bags really yeah oh who also passed away quite recently was it this year or last year really hmm. oh, i wasn't aware that's sad that's sad i'm sorry this episode's downer now but mm. it's a celebration of their lives she was a fantastic witch this song one of my favorites on the album likewise uh, and this is when you can hear that French uh, dance um, inspiration. And I liken some of it to almost a bit daft punky. Yes, very punky. Um, and very poppy as well. And that will come as no surprise when you hear that um, Alexis and Joe from Hot Chip, uh, they were invited to work with Katy Perry on her Witness album and did uh, you know, some of the songs that they worked on together did stay with Katy. But 
this is one that were they started working with her and it didn't end up being on that album so they reworked it for Hot Chip and I think it definitely does have more of a more of a poppy sound and as you said it's got a bit of a sort of European disco thing going on as well and I like the idea that they took kind of the what was left from some sessions of Katy Perry and then made them more Hot Chip definitely we're going to see one more of those songs coming up later well, that's exciting isn't it it absolutely hold your breath but uh, one of the other things I love about this song, it's got loads of room to breathe because it's like over six minutes as well. Yeah. Uh, with like a lot of these tracks, they're just very much... I think there was an edit of this song released for um, a single. Yeah. Uh, which was a lot shorter, which kind of cuts the chase a bit quicker. But this is lovely because it just takes a while to get going. We're not really a fan of a single edit, are we? Generally speaking. No, and I won't make reference to... Girls Aloud. Untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. Which they did touch and butchered mm. quite disgustingly. Yeah. Now let's not go back there. No, because I'm already getting getting wound so up. So you're getting blotchy and red. The, the, I love the lyrics, like a spell you are under. The repetition of them is very mesmerising, isn't it? It's like you are under their spell. So, shall we move on to track three? Yes. So? This is your aforementioned bath full of ecstasy. I've got the cure, the pure remedy. I know I So, bath full of ecstasy there. Well, the question for you, Dan, have you ever taken a lovely long hot bath, raid, a lovely long radox bath? Well, yes, I have, but I'm not a big bath fan, if I'm being quite honest with you. I a shower. Get in, sing a few songs, get out. Do you sing in the shower? Absolutely. I've got a speaker in there, uh, and I, I, I make a set list, depending on how I'm feeling that day, and I belt them out. You sort of slam your body down and wind it all around in the in the shower. Well, only if I put my bath mat down first. Oh yeah, otherwise you'll be sliding around like a zebra on an ice rink. <laughs> White zebra. <laughs> so the song Battle of Ecstasy. Battle of Ecstasy. This for me, when I first heard the album, this wasn't my favourite by any means. I I kind of felt that it was almost a bit too slow. You're right. This has really grown on me. This song actually. Yeah, it's a real grower. It's beautiful. It's got a really nice sort of summer groove, but it's quite. There's a bit of a 60s shimmer in there as well, I'd say. And sometimes it's nice to have a grower, not a shower. Absolutely. Got to talk about Alexis Taylor's vocal. We've mentioned it already, but it really is an iconic, quite unique vocal, isn't it? I love it. And do you know what? It sounds just as good live as it does uh, in the studio. Yeah. And I was going to say, on this track, actually, I think, obviously, there's so many effects on him on this track. Uh, On the studio version, it's difficult to get that. Uh, authentically replicated live so he was singing it from more of a more of a natural voice but it still sounded amazing um but yeah i just think it's got it's almost it's so it's quite gentle actually but it really delivers the message and it really sits well with those often hard-hitting dance beats i i i so agree mm. isn't it lovely when we agree yes and it doesn't happen very often no it must be christmas right track number four now and this is Echo. Echo. Leave your past behind. Just an echo. A thing to regret. Coming up, coming up, coming up from the Leave your past behind. Just an echo. Nothing to regret. 
Nico. Um, oh, such a slick dance track that one is. And there's some lovely kind of slinky sounds in the middle there. Slinky. I like that word. Mm. Like that slinky little number you've got on today, actually. Well, it is Christmas, so I do like to dress up every day. Mm, that is a very slinky little number, that. Very little as well. Yeah, sorry, I'll try uh, not to uncross my legs. Well, don't wear that to midnight mass either. <laughs> I have the vicar uh, wetting his knickers. Yes. <laughs> and you don't want to wet the vicar's knickers. Absolutely not. You don't want him tempted by the snake either. Have you ever met a vicar that has a conscience of faith? A crisis of faith? True story, the vicar... Because I do go to midnight mass when I'm back home. I do. I love belting out the carols. Um, and the vicar back home... I hope he doesn't listen to this. He is a gay man, which is... I'm absolutely fine with that, don't get There's me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that? No. There's nothing wrong with that? But he was married to a lady, and there was a bit of a village scandal, as there often is. It's like an Emmerdale storyline when he had to come out, etc., etc. But the village accepted him, which is wonderful. But on one of the midnight masses that I went to, and that's why I referenced it just then, he was talking about how we can be tempted by the snake, and uh, I was having to hold in the laughter a little bit. I'd oh, had a few sherries before heading down yeah. there as well. Um, but it was quite, um, you know, was, you could imagine uh, the Vicar of Dibley uh, having something similar happen. Anyway, Echo. Echo. Lovely, lovely song, lovely track. Definitely an album track. Definitely an album track. This is one of the other Katy Perry, oh, this is, sorry, the other Katy Perry song, uh, which I think you can definitely tell it's got a bit of that hip-hop pop sound to it, which is easy for me to say. Um, but it does have a very fuzzy, subby bass uh, which I think is uh, Philippe's uh, effect. And I think actually what we should just, while we're talking about Philippe, just mention Cassius, uh, the band that he was uh, part of. Were you a fan of Cassius? I loved so many Cassius songs. They had an album out this year, actually, which I really, really enjoyed. Well, I think it was released just... Um, it was around the same time. Just two days before he died, yeah. But if I had to say my favourite song, it would have to be Feeling For You. Do you remember that one? Well, I do, but... Maybe the listeners won't. Well, if we're lucky, we might hear a little bit of it now. That was great. Uh, and that song is 20 years old, actually. That was released from their debut album, 1999, which was released in 1999. And also worth pointing out that from one of our albums of 2018, Franz Ferdinand's Always Ascending, Philippe was, of course, the producer of that. What a lovely track-by-track track connection. Mm. Uh, and there's also something else to bring up as well, and I'm in no way shoehorning this in, but this track is called Echo. Mm. Dan, can you think of any other songs that you've loved that have been called Echo? That's a great question. Do you know, it seems like there should be lots and I can't think of a single one off the top of my head. Well, let me uh, dish one out. Um, this is for the extremely short-lived girl band, Girls Can't Catch. Hmm. This is Echo. <laughs> So there we are. In no relation to Hot Chip at all, but uh, 
worth getting in I'm there. sure some listeners will be very pleased to hear Girls Can't Catch on the podcast. It's probably the only time it's going to happen. So track number five, it's Hungry Child. <laughs> Child, their first taste of new music from this album, wasn't it? And I have to say, I loved it. Yeah. It was everything I wanted from a Hot Chip comeback, from a debut single, from a new album. I still can't get enough of that song. I love the beat. I love the the fact it takes so long, almost two minutes, for it really to kick off. Uh, And it's just, the chorus is really catchy as well. Uh, and it's probably one of my tracks of the year. I think I would agree with you actually there. What I loved about it is it had been four years since the previous album, Why Makes Sense, and the big tracks on that one were, uh, well, the big one for me was Need You Now. This is a completely different sound, but equally, it's this is a song that I think is made for the club rather than some of their songs that are made for sort of um, headphones and and you know the poppy moments. This is a real club or late night at the festival song. Uh, fantastic beat, as you said, the beat is so hard in this one. Niji now is brilliant. Niji, I absolutely love about now. Mm. And again, I thought that was very different because it sounded like um, it sounded like a. A dance song like Hot Chip make indie dance alternative rock. Oh, Peter's trying to get in. I don't think you'll be getting her word in edge. No, this no. Episode, Peter, out your part. Bugger off. <laughs> Tell them it's carol singers. <laughs> yeah, Need You Now, uh, fantastic. This fantastic. Both fantastic club songs, both very different. Uh, this, so the, yeah, this was the first single released off the album, and this was back in. For in April 2019, this year, <laughs> even the year of our Lord. Um, it's probably worth talking a little bit then about, we talked about Philippe Tsar as one of the producers, but Rodade McDonald, am I saying that right? It feels like it might be an Irish name, like Rid, Rid, oh it's Scottish. However, this wonderful man, Mr McDonald, has worked with the XX Adele Vampire Weekend, uh, and more recently the legendary David Byrne, so um, yeah, fantastic, um, renowned producer, uh, so it's great to see that when Hot Chip are very carefully selected who they want to work on this album. He's one of those people. So this next song, Will, I know is uh, a favourite of yours, so I'll let you introduce it. This is, I'm going to say this now, my favourite track on the album. This is Positive. Sometimes. 
absolutely wonderful. Yes, really is. Okay, I was thinking of a word to describe it, and the first word that popped into my head was positive. But it does feel very positive. Do you know what? It really resonates with me, this song. Mm. It makes me think back to be to younger days and... Getting together sometimes. Getting together sometimes. And it's just... Uh, there's also a great electronic beat that goes through that as well. The do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. But it certainly is one of the more sparse, gentle, laid-back moments, isn't it? Um, a nice breather. Quite introspective, but it's just... I would say it's probably like the iconic track off the album. Mm. It's the... It's the uh, the hot chip version of Untouchable. And if we're lucky... <laughs> oh, it's Christmas. Let's play a bit of it. Yeah. Untouchable. Goes aloud. Lovely. And if you want to hear more of that, don't forget we did the whole Out of Control album last year as part of our Girl Band Month special. So pop back and listen to that after you finish this episode. Yeah, finish this episode. We're nearly done. Um, so on the track, the band said that, um, and this is uh, to quote them, rather than just saying, oh, there's Brexit and there's Trump in power, instead we'll write songs like Positive, which is about looking for positivity asking people to support those around them suffering from mental health problems or facing difficulty with poverty or homelessness. I'm thinking in songs instead to try and figure out an answer, which I think was Alexis who said that. So track seven now, this is Why Does My Mind. Why does my mind? Uh, which, when as soon as I said that, I thought of why does my heart feel so bad? I was thinking the same thing. We're, we're very in sync, you and I, aren't we? Yes, yes. In uh, sync. When are we going to do them on the podcast? I'm sure it's going to happen. We haven't we haven't teased next week's episode or tomorrow's Christmas Day episode yet. They did a Christmas album, you know. It might be them. Mm. It might not. It might not be. It it's probably not. won't be. No, it's not. It's not. No. Uh, something much more appropriate. So, what is my mind? Lovely song, definitely an album song. It is, but this feels for me it's, it's in the same vein as the title track. It's got a real sixties psychedelic thing going on for me. This track, the instruments sound more, much more organic on the whole, much more sort of uh, vintage. But then you have got, of course, which it wouldn't be hot shit without some wonderful sort of whirring electronics and synths uh, happening as well. Um, so I think it just uh, it glides this song actually. It does glide, and is it a tambourine or is it sleigh bells? Oh, for today, let's say it's sleigh bells. But it's a tambourine. Yeah, it's definitely a tambourine. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So track number eight, the penultimate track. This is Clear Blue Skies. Clear 
So, clear blue skies there. What a great time to talk about the fantastic artwork. Oh, on the number one album of the year. It's got to be. It's got to be spoken about at some point. Yes, it and has. we're doing it here. So, a bath full of ecstasy, hot chip, in a very uh, almost a handwritten font. Yeah, font watch, uh, and then a very psychedelic. Uh, is it almost sort of tie dyed or watercolored or something distressed? Lovely, colourful background, which they replicated in the background of their live shows this year. And actually, you are as well as that little. Uh, negligee you've got on today because you've got a bit of tie-dye as well i have i honestly have best of both worlds yes what i loved um about the show uh, ali pali with the uh artwork in mind is that they were selling posters of this that were sort of freshly printed from a proper old-fashioned uh, machine so they're all a little bit individual and um i didn't get one i don't know why i just thought it's such a mix of colors i don't know where in the house it would go I should have hung it in Track by Track Towers, really, shouldn't I? All the, yeah, put it in the office, not at home. All the accolades and awards we've got. Mm. Look lovely there. Maybe for Christmas. Oh, if it's not too late, Santa might get that. What do you think of the track? So, well, I was going to say, again, talking about the Ali Pali gig that we went to, the this was formed part of the encore. And initially, because it wasn't one of the tracks that I was most aware of from the album or in general, I was a little bit put out. I thought the encore surely is meant to be... You know, the, the additional big, content, the belters, balls out on the floor. Um, but and so I, I, when this song started, I thought, oh, what's this going into? But then I kind of it, it, this song is more about the atmosphere than the actual lyrics or the melody, I think. Mm. And on the vocals, it's actually Joe Goddard rather than Alexis, or it certainly was live. Um, but yeah, I think it's. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very beautiful, quite experimental track, um, but I, I think it probably was the right time to talk about the album artwork. Thank you. Validation. At last. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on to the last track of the album proper now. This is track nine, No God. I love the way that song slowly builds up. It's a great way to end an album. It is, but on the day before the Son of God's birthday, is it really appropriate? I don't care, because we've had so many albums this year that have petered out. I think it's so right that our favourite album of the year doesn't. Yes, of course I was teasing. It's Again, I think it follows on from Clear Blue Skies, and actually Why Does My Mind as well, Follows on from them both beautifully, and it's again. This is what these additional producers are bringing to Hot Chip. It's um, it's really, it feels like anyway that it really got the band to look at themselves uh, a little bit differently, less as the hit makers that they are. Uh, they've they've experimented throughout their career, but this really does feel like them rediscovering themselves as musicians and writers and producers themselves, um, and it does feel like a wonderful. Uh, almost like a soundtrack-like end to uh, to this album. It's a lovely end to the album, but we're not done. No, as always, and Christmas Eve is no exception, this is the gift you can, you can open early, um, we have some further listening. So, Will, 
You can unwrap yours first. Uh, great, thank you. So we are going with some things you can pop on your Christmas party playlists. If you've got your mates coming around for Boxing Day for uh, leftovers and uh, to get on the lash again. Bubble and squeak as well. Bubbly squeak. Uh, this is the perfect one once you all get a bit dancey. Uh, this is Hungry Child and it's the Paul Wolford Sunrise Mix. So that was Paul Wolford's remix. A real Christmas classic. <laughs> Not at all, but it got it got us moving. Absolutely, yeah. It feels like it feels like summertime again. We're back in Ibiza on San Antonio Strip. Uh, oh no, Ibiza town for me, thank you. Really? Yeah. A bit more a bit of more of a classy bird. Oh, and all the all the bars up around the up around the back lanes and the cobbled streets, lovely. Mm. Mm. But yeah, it's a great remix. I can imagine us on Boxing Day bopping out to that one. Dan, what have you gone for? Well, I have gone for um, a remix of Melody of Love and uh, a bit of a mouthful, Will, so bear with me. <coughs> this is the Adelphi Music Factory Time to Bring Peace, which is quite lovely for Christmas, remix. Certainly a banger. I think my selection was a warm-up and that was the main event. Absolutely. I feel like we've been dragged back to the rave scene, back to the early 90s. Quite apt because obviously we're going into a new decade uh, in a week and a day. Um, but yeah, I feel like this really plays to the Manchester, to the rave scene. Um, and obviously the Melody of Love is a great song in itself. Melody of Love is a bit more magical. This is a, kind of all about the uh, thumping bass and those wonderful uh, keys. I love the throwbacks, like 90s dance music that I had. What a time to be out clubbing, off your head. Well, not for us, we're too I mean, young for that. Far too young for mm, Both of us, mm. for once. Even me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of time. We're out of time, and that concludes our top five of 2019. So congratulations to Hot Chip, who released our favourite album of the year. But let us know what you think. Did you love A Battle of Ecstasy? Do you love Hot Chip? What are your top five albums of the year? Maybe we missed something. Oh I don't God. think so, but maybe we missed no, something. Maybe. Do let us know at Move to Trash UK, hashtag track by track. Uh, and if you would like to give us a rating and a review over on TripAdvisor. Nope. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, sorry. Yeah. You're not coming to stay with us. Not yet, but Track by Track Towers will be opening up for uh, <laughs> Cook's got uh, breakfast on the go. And Cynthia's got a few other extras if you are interested. <laughs> executive services <laughs> uh, so yeah head over to Apple Podcasts and let us know what you thought and don't forget to subscribe Dan can you give us a hint of a tease as to who we're going to be talking about tomorrow tomorrow on Christmas Day we're working Christmas Day we're doing a Christmas special I've got plans well cancel them
Okay, I will. Put the turkey back in the freezer. Put the nut put the nut roast back in the freezer. That's more like the thing. I will do because all I want for Christmas is you and I to talk about uh, an album that turns 25 this year. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You've said too much. Again, Again. as ever, you've said too much. Yeah. Uh, so join us tomorrow for more festive fun from us here at Track by Track. Uh, you may be at home with your family at Christmas, but we'll be here... With, a, with an episode live on Christmas Day. <laughs> or maybe not. Live-ish. So until then, I've been Al Doyle. And I've been Joe Collins. Goodbye. Goodbye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing. Happy holidays.